Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. Fedwork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now listening, listening to, to Fedwork. Fedwork. Hey guys, welcome to Fedwork. I'm Katrina Joe. And I'm Sarah. And we are here on another Fedwork Friday with a topic again from one of our listeners. We love <laughs> these topics. The best. And yes. And this topic is, does it matter if your partner makes more money than you in a relationship? Or the other way around. Or if you make more than your partner. Basically, does income matter in a relationship, a marriage whatsoever? What do you think, Sarah? Well, and wasn't her question specifically like as a woman, do you like, do you feel like if you make more than your man, it's going to have like a, like a negative or did I read into that? Cause I read just, into that. It was, does, yes. Does income matter in a relationship? Okay. See, I read into that. I just assumed she meant like, if you're a boss bitch and you're making more than your man, is that going to relationship? I mean, if that's how you took it, speak to it. I mean, that's how, that's how I took it. Um, Okay. So this, this question for me gets a little complicated because one, I feel like in my heart, I believe one thing, but in my mind, I really want something else. So like when I say else, I'll just explain. So I feel like at this stage of my life, I definitely am not like looking to be supporting someone else. Like I've tried that in the past and like, oh no, I'll date someone. And I know he's like just figuring it out and all that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. But if I want to go to the movies and you tell me no, because you can't afford to buy the tickets and you won't let me buy the tickets, like this isn't working. Like no one's going to tell me I can't do something I want to do. Fair. Like if you give me a good enough reason, like, well, we have to go to my mom's house today. Maybe we go to the movie tomorrow. That's different than what this was. So I feel like at this point in my life, if I met the, the, you know, the love of my life and there was no way I could deny that he was the one for me and I made more money than him, like that's not going to stop me from pursuing who my one true love is supposed to be, right? But if I want to go on a trip and you can't even like afford to pay your own way, that's going to be tough for me. It just is. Now, would it be great if you wanted to take me on the trip? Of course. It's a bonus. You trying to get flued out? You trying to get flued out. <laughs> no, but like I'm just saying, like I can afford to take myself. I mean, everyone has seen, I can afford to take myself on trips. Yeah. So I'm using that as a very blanket example. But what I'm saying is like, if I'm like, hey, babe, like let's go over to see my friends in Stockholm next, like in, in two months, right? And you're like, Like it's different if you can't get the time off work, but like, if you can, and you just can't afford the trip, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Like, I don't, I don't know. And I, I'm using trip, which I think is like the most expensive thing I could think of. Like, of course, if I go out on a date with a dude, yeah, I'm going to want him to pay. Cause that's like the romantic chivalrous thing to do, but could I afford to cover the dinner? Yeah. And sometimes will I? Of course. Right. But like, it's tough to, at this stage of my life and at this age of my life, because I'm looking at it like bigger scale than just, I mean, I'm using a trip as my first example, but like, 
I want to have, like, if I want to start a family, like, are you able to help provide for that family? Because if I'm having the child, are you able to cover things during that? Are we setting ourselves, ourselves up for financial freedom down the road or not? And that's where I think it gets tricky. Cause like, I would like to have financial freedom. But that's also because that that's where you are at in your life right now is that you are looking for long-term partnership and you, right. use, you use the example of trip because traveling is very important to you. Yes. So if your partner cannot afford to travel with you and will not be kind of a 50, 50 thing where like, Hey, I got this trip, you know, or, Hey, I got our flights. Would you mind getting the hotel for us? That kind of conversation. You don't want it, which yeah, is, it's fine. It's completely fine. And again, I, I really enjoyed this question because when I was sitting and thinking about it, I just realized that it's like, it, there's no one size fits all answer for this. There really isn't. It's yeah. So whatever we tell you guys is not a blanket statement for every woman out there. But I just think, again, it's up to personal preference. And it's very interesting, at least for me, to look back on my dating history of how I have grown back and forth in regards to this question. So again, I, I think what you're saying completely matches you and where you are in life right now. It aligns to what you want relationally and in regards to partnership. And again, like I said, travel is a huge part of your life and is something that you prioritize. Right. And therefore you would want your partner to join you as well. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to like sit at home and watch me travel the world, like that's, that's up to you, but I don't know how we're going to, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. And those are, that's where you experience a lot of your precious moments that obviously yep. you would want to share with your significant other. 1000%. But like, even on a, like, like I said, even that's a, that's a kind of a large scale topic. If we're talking about like, you know, splitting rent and things like that. Like, I think that's fine. I think that's acceptable. I'm, I'm all for like in a marriage, having like multiple bank accounts and being like, this is how much we each mutually contribute to the funds that cover the bills. Like I'm, I'm all for like having, I think that's how a lot of relationships are at this, you know, two income household types of situations. That's, that's totally fine by me. I'm not saying I need a man who's going to be like, I got everything like that isn't necessary for me. But if you can't at least like maintain the same level of lifestyle that I have, I think it would be very difficult. I agree. In summary, what about you? Where, where are we at? Cause I know that, like you said, you've, you've been kind of across the, the spectrum here. Yeah, I've been across the spectrum. I have dated, you know, the rich baller that had everything and paid for everything and had the private flights and all of that. And then I've also dated a man that did not have anything. And I was completely paying for everything in the relationship. And we lived together at the time. So that included furniture, rent, bills, everything. Right. I was a lot younger then. (laughs) Um, But then I've also, I feel like in my most recent years, some of my relationships, I've, I think I've felt more comfortable with being the breadwinner in some of my relationships where before I was very like, oh no, my man needs to make more than me and he needs to bring more or the same to the table. And I just feel like now I've grown to have a lot more grace for people in general. And so if someone is in a, in a transitional place in their life, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. If they are doing the work 
to try to get out of this transitional space, whether that is looking for jobs, whether that is um, getting their shit together, their portfolio, their resume, all of these things, instead of a partner that's just like, well, my girl got it. I'm going to kick my feet up. Where are we going to eat? Completely different energy. Totally different energy. Yes. So I am completely fine with, you know, I've been in a transitional period before where like my man had to step up at the time and I'm okay with doing that vice versa. Again, as long as it doesn't involve laziness, lack of ambition, lack of motivation, all of that. In regards to long-term partnership, I would like my partner to be able to maintain the same lifestyle that I work so hard to maintain for myself. And if he is able to provide or add better than where I'm at now, great. Cause I would take that as motivation. Anyways, like, yo, I need to get my shit up at least. Yeah. At least the same level in the long run. So that we're very much aligned. And mm-hmm. I think you're, I think you experience this as well. Like when you travel, you like to travel a certain way, whether it's certain airline, a lounge, certain hotels, certain place. Like this is, it's just a level of life that you have worked so hard to maintain as Sarah and as Katrina. So with no one else around, right. I know that I can still live this lifestyle of the way that I eat, where I go mm-hmm. to the spa, how often I get my hair done, how often I get my, all of these things. They this are built all- into my required money. Yes. <laughs> yeah bills, rent, all of these things. And so I would, I just think, you know, along with being like equally yoked, being able to at least provide the 50, 50 on the same, same level. However, again, I have also with, with in the past with someone in their transitional space at the time was willing to deal with the person in their transitional space. And I'm speaking financially because they were also doing the work to provide the things that money couldn't buy. Right. So again, yeah. So again, I've also been an advocate for like, you got to pick one. Everybody has their poison. You got to pick one. Okay. So whether it's, you're not always on time or you don't got your finances together or you got baggage, you got whatever it is, you got to pick one. Cause if you're bringing two, three, four things to the table that aren't beneficial to the relationship. I'm going to stand up and find a different table. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's like clean it up, pick up your trash, clean it up to where you can come into this relationship and meet me at like a, a, a level of a healthy foundation and starting point to where we can build up from here. We're not going backwards trying to pick up all your trash and clean it out and vice versa. I think for the woman as well. And so, you know, no one's perfect. No. (laughs) Again, it's always pick your poison on who you're going to date. But I just hope that the person that comes, it's one poison (laughs) that you're dealing with. You know, whether it's he's smacking or his his credit score is low or, you know, whatever it is, you know. See, I feel like part of part of the difficulty for me with this with this conversation is like, my father set a very specific like trajectory that I saw for my whole life. He set me up to be in X, Y, and Z situations. And I, it's hard for me to picture a future with a, with a man that isn't capable of doing the same, at least 
setting it up that way. So like for me, if you're not thinking in the future, if you haven't thought about your credit score and you're in your thirties and you're like, Oh yeah, maybe I should look at my credit score. Like we're not at the same place and that's okay. But like, there's certain things that have been like pivotal in my life that were foundationally part of me. And I feel like it's hard for me and it's not impossible, but it is hard for me to imagine not moving the same way in my, in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it. a I level of, you have great men in your life that have set a standard. I understand yeah. how you would want at least that standard or above. Yeah. I did not have a standard of a male role model in my life growing up. And so but you I had a had, boss mom. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. But also I think that's where I get my like giving spirit and, you know, also the, the religious foundation that she instilled in me is where I find my grace and my forgiveness and, and how I give to people that I care about, whether it is just friends or a partner. And so in regards to men, I didn't have that. I had to figure that out along mm-hmm. my journey of what was my standard for a man as a partner right. and as a father to my future kids. Right. I didn't have that example to be like, oh yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. Let me find that. Right. You know, I had to, through my own trial and error, say, okay, I don't like that. I like this in regards to partnership. And right. so I think even just in that trial and error, it's taken me a while <laughs> to, to figure out what that standard is. And I'm glad that now I have a, a better and healthier outlook on a partner as well as a father, father figure that I want to my future kids. Right. And, you know, obviously financial standing does matter in a relationship in regards to buying a house and where are your kids going to school and how often can you travel and can, how long can you take maternity leave? Does your man have it when you need time off? It, it does play a role in partnership. However, I, my stance is I would not completely write someone off if they were not in good financial standing when I met them. Yeah. If they showed signs of I'm hustling, I want better for myself, especially if you're in the industry, because the industry is a very hard place to one, get into, but also sustain yourself in. So you can be at the top of the industry this year. And then in two years, you're at the bottom, just trying to find your next gig. And that can even be in corporate music, spirits, whatever it is. So Again, I wouldn't completely write someone off. It is important in regards to long-term partnership. But again, I would not want him to show any signs of like laziness or just being content with the transitional period that he is in or yeah, the partner is in. I also think in general, like being content, like there's always an opportunity for more, bigger, greater change, growth, all of that. So I feel like being content gets complicated because I'm like, that's great, but you know, let's keep evolving. So if like that, if someone's, if someone's at a level where they're still building and they're still evolving, like if they're showing those signs, that's innately in their character and that's going to continue happening for your whole life. I think that's better than having a guy who's like, no, I'm very happy at this point and I'm never changing. And this is where I'm at for sure. You know, and just a little, t- a little 
asterisk on what I said about in regards to my dad, like even having had that, I still faltered. There were still moments where like I went off course or I messed up or I, cause I make my choices. But at the end of the day, having that to look at was very, and, and more so from him, from my grandfather, who I never met, but just from the stories from my aunts and stuff, it was very, um, it's very interesting to think of whether or not I'm, I'm making them proud in what I'm doing and how then does that compare to what I'm looking for? So it's, it's been a very, like, I almost want to say sometimes it actually makes it harder Mm. in a different capacity. When you have such a great standard, because it's kind of like, yeah. like, is it realistic? Especially nowadays, like I'm talking back yeah. in the day, right? Like yeah. nowadays, are those things even realistic? And I know that they can be, but like you said, you're going to come like, just because you have all that doesn't mean you, you don't come with the shit. Like the ones that have it all tend to have more baggage. Yeah. I mean, it's pick your poison, you know? Yeah. So pick your poison. Let's run with that all day. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it could also, it could be this, you could find the perfect partner and financially, they don't have it together. Do you stay or do you leave? I would personally probably stay. I would want to stay. Yeah. I just don't know how long I could stay if I wasn't seeing X, Y, and Z, like we talk, like we said. But I think initially, yeah, I'd stay. If yeah. it was like, you know. I mean, and it, it, I hope it, it, I would. It, can, it can add to the discomfort in the relationship too, whether you are, you know, asking, can we afford this? Or when you're going out and making plans, do I need to pay? But I've also like, I've been in the position where I was in between jobs six, seven years ago and my man at the time had to step up and it was extremely uncomfortable, even though based on society, it's completely fine for the man to quote unquote, take care of the woman. But But for you, it wasn't, it was not, I, I thrive and live for productivity and all of those things. So it was very uncomfortable for me. And you know, so I, I also understand being on the other end with someone being in that transitional space of how uncomfortable it is to have the conversation to one, even say, I am in a in-between phase right now. I'm figuring my shit out. I'm not happy where I'm at, but I appreciate you still being here, loving me, taking the front end, all of these things. And then, you know, it's, it's still uncomfortable for both parties, but it's, again, like you said, you probably wouldn't put up with it for, for that long. Uh-huh. Yeah. But again, there's no way to tell how long that time period is going to last. So that all again goes back to, you know, what's a hard question. It goes back to this is is a hard question. Because I, I, I have friends that this is make or break. This is their number one thing. The man needs to be balling out of control. He needs to pay for everything. I need all the lifestyle perks and everything. And if he is shit, I'm a turn a cheek and I'm completely fine because finance to them is their number one. What is your number one that you will not, you know, back down on, or you won't take any type of compromise that you have to have that in the relationship. I know finance is very important, but for me, it's not make or break. It's not my number one. Yeah. It's not my number one either. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I think it's just figuring out what that is for you and how important finance is on your list of things and where you're at relationally. Are you dating just for fun? Because if you're dating just for fun, it probably doesn't matter at all. Right. 
who cares? You probably are going to go to the bar, have one drink and figure it out. Maybe order Taco Bell. You know, and then it doesn't matter. But if you are in a place where you are wanting to settle down, get married, have kids, who's paying for the wedding? Right. Who's, who's paying for the honeymoon? You got the nursery. What, what's happening? You know, there's all these questions that cost money in yeah. order to make happen. So everything costs yeah. money. I mean, and, and listen, I'm, I'm speaking from a position of like, I'm in a transitional period still, like I'm figuring it out, you know? So that's where I'm coming from. Like I can only hold a man so accountable right now, but yeah. you know, and that's why I, I preface everything with saying it depends on where you are and you know, and, and how old, not necessarily how old you are, but where you are in your life. Like what, what's happening in your life. It's yeah. a very good question. I hope we get more questions like this because it's good for us too, because we, we think about them and it, it evolves into other things. Um, and this is, yeah, this is, this is a tough one. Yeah. And I would recommend everyone that is listening to take the five love languages quiz and yeah. see where receiving gifts falls on your list. Cause I for me, five. Five, receiving gifts is the last on my list. Yeah. And so, I mean, even when I did have, the baller boyfriend at the time, I would kind of roll my eyes every time he would try to cover something or apologize or just gift me these elaborate gifts because I needed my number one and my number two, which is words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time. I needed all of those things and it didn't care how many private jets and purses I was getting. And all these things bills paid for because I wasn't getting fulfilled in the things that actually meant more to me than, than the the financial standing. You're like, that's fine for the PJ. I could take Southwest. Thank you. (laughs) But can I hang out with you for an hour? Delta. Delta. I'll take Delta. Okay. (laughs) Well, at the time, maybe Southwest. I don't. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 But you know, yeah, it, it, again, Delta, I mean, Delta. Yes. I can't imagine. It just depends on what, you know, what, where it falls on your list. So if you have yep. not yet, take the five languages test quiz. It takes about like 10 minutes and just figure out where that receiving gifts falls on your list. And then you'll be able to know more about where the financial standing stands for you in a relationship. Does it matter to you if your partner does not make the same income as you? So let us know your thoughts. Yeah, let us know. I hope this starts a conversation. I know. I would be happy to expand on this. And please keep the topics coming in. And we will see you guys next week. Next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.